0: Hello and welcome to Stickers on the Mic podcast, whether you are a first time listener or you are a repeated sticker enthusiast who loves hearing uh, stories from businesses and founders uh, on our podcast, welcome. I am super excited uh, to have on today, John Clinton, the founder of Colorado Cool Apparel. And my name is Jesse from the Sticker Giant marketing team. I will be your host today but without further ado john uh welcome to the show um i'd love for you to introduce yourself just give us a little background and then we're going to talk more about colorado cool apparel
1: yeah thanks a lot for having me on jesse it's a business owner who's been ordering stickers from sticker giant for good like five or six five or six years now super excited to be on um i'm uh Uh, I grew up in Colorado Springs, uh, studied graphic design at CSU and, uh, yeah, started Colorado cool, um, in 2016. So thanks so much for, again, for having me on.
0: Yeah. Uh, thanks for being here, John. And, uh, I love the Colorado design and flag in the background you're representing already and, uh, excited to talk about Colorado in general, for those, uh, of you out there who don't know uh, Sticker Giant is also based in Colorado. So John is a, a local customer of ours. Um, but John, I think we'd just love to hear about more. What What is Colorado Cool Apparel? And maybe tell us a little bit about how the business got started and maybe how long you've been in business uh, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So my first design job that I had um, after CSU was for a company called Zephyr, a hat company based in Loveland. And so I kind of got my start there. And Realized, you know, pretty quickly that uh, being kind of an entry level designer, I wasn't getting to I wasn't going to get to work on stuff like, you know, Nuggets hats and things like that, which I eventually did get to work on after working there for a while, which is super amazing. Um, Jesse and I were talking about the Nuggets being in the finals for the first time ever for a good 10 minutes before we fired this thing up. I got my I got my gear on here. Um, But uh, yeah, so. Really, I wasn't even um, intending to start a company at first. I just really wanted to get better at graphic design Um, when I was in college. I did enough to get by and everything, but I wasn't one of those kids uh, in class who was showing up with all these amazing projects and and putting a ton of time in outside of the classroom. And once I started that as my career, I was like, man, I really want to step my game up and get better at this. And so after work every day, I was going home and, and trying to get better about just doing design in my free time just to kind of hone my craft and, and step my game up. Seeing, you know, some of the higher level designers at Zephyr and how good they were and how um, maybe I wasn't as good as I thought I was. Um, and I kind of found myself consistently designing Colorado themed stuff. Uh, you know, I grew up here, grew up in College Springs, like I said and a lot of the stuff that I was kind of incorporating was like mountains, you know, I was like getting more and more into trail running and hiking and things like that. Um, and so next thing I knew, I kind of was like, all right, well, this would be a little more fun if I come home and have a little bit of direction every day while I'm trying to get better at this. So I kind of just started focusing exclusively on coming up with Colorado themed designs. Um, so a lot of people who live in Colorado will know, um, you, the Colorado flag is super popular in Colorado. You see people wearing it all the time, both locals and tourists. And while there's some really cool stuff out there, no doubt, there's also a lot of very kind of generic stuff where you kind of just slap the flag on there or maybe there's some mountains on there, but it doesn't look like from a graphic design perspective, a ton of effort was put into it, um, which, you know, hey, if you can make money doing it, that that's great. But I kind of wanted to see, all right there's so much more to Colorado and the views are incredible and there's so much inspiration that could go into designing Colorado themed products. So I just used that as my inspiration uh, as I tried to get better and better. And then I found myself like, Oh man, it'd be kind of cool. I wonder if anyone would buy this t-shirt and I had a couple of buddies and friends be like, Oh dude, that's a pretty sweet design. I would, uh, I'd buy that. And so I came up with the name Colorado cool, which is not necessarily a reference to, uh, The brand, not trying to say like, oh, our stuff is so cool. It's more of a reference to more of a tribute to the state where like in Colorado, if you tell someone you're going to take them on a really cool hike or, hey, man, the view is really cool from this spot, uh, whether it's a a local buddy or it's a tourist, I feel like the expectations are pretty high. So if you're going to tell someone that something in Colorado is cool, um, they're going to have pretty high expectations for what that means. And so that's where the name Colorado Cool comes from. And we're, we're trying to, you know, we're aspiring as a brand to be looked at the same way where our products are on a high level when it comes to quality and design and uh, just, you know, what we put an emphasis on in regards to working with other local Colorado companies and stuff like that. So that's uh, sort of the background of it.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I will say, John, I love uh, your stickers too. I mean, we're obviously we're here in Colorado. We're both pulling for our nuggets tonight and stuff, but um, I love how you focus on more of the nature elements and yes, mountains come out in a lot of designs, but I kind of like your approach to yes, the Colorado flag is a cool design. We see lots of designs with the Colorado flag, but I really love how you're pulling in nature. And I, i can resonate with the colorado cool thing because most people i meet are like yeah colorado is cool it's like what should i do and it's like "Ooh, uh i have a list for you because there's like just too many areas of colorado and the landscape and there's so much that's beautiful so it's awesome to see your brand pulling that out um in in stickers and your other merchandise your shirts and things you sell so on, on that note, what it, what is maybe a fun fact you want to share about Colorado Cool, whether it's starting up the company or, you, you know, you name it?
1: Um, I think a fun fact would be um, I la- I kind of had a soft launch for the company in 2016. And then in 2017, I met my girlfriend, who's now my wife. Uh, her name's Erica, I'm working at Zephyr. We actually both studied graphic design at, Col- at uh CSU, and we were in the art program studying for, we overlapped for two years, maybe three, two or three years, um, and never met, like we didn't recognize each other or anything, and the art building is not that big, so that was kind of surprising, but what's cool about it is she grew up, in she was born in Grand Junction, and then she moved to a small town south of Grand Junction called Delta, um, and I grew up in Colorado Springs, so we have someone from kind of each side. Uh, both the west slope and the front range um who's a big part of the company and i feel like that's representative in our designs like our landmark flag design that's behind me um there's a lot of stuff worked into that design that to be honest i wasn't even aware was in colorado just because you know i didn't go past or west of glenwood many times until we started dating um but there's a lot of really sick stuff on this side of the state and so i feel like that's um kind of mesh of her being from the west side and me being from the front range um, contributed to our company representing the state as a whole more so than um, some other companies do. So uh, we're, we're pretty proud of that.
0: That's awesome. And that's amazing. You get to work together now on this brand after all that time together, too. How do, how do you, um maybe it's for, uh, you know, kind of how to both of you, but how do you approach finding new designs, especially after you've kind of gotten a brand established and it's going, and there is a lot to feature in Colorado as you're referencing?
1: Oh man, it's, it's definitely like a constant, I don't know, something I'm always trying to keep an eye out for, you know, when we, we get out and hike, and we like to paddleboard and go snowshoeing and things like that. And so it's always fun kind of trying to keep an eye out for new designs and, and things like that. And then, um, I mean, really just a lot of what the progression has been in regards to our products is honestly just me putting in a lot of time over the years to kind of get better at as a graphic designer. Um, when we first started out, there was stuff that I sort of pictured, but I wasn't, um, I frankly just not good enough at design to execute it well. And so that's been the most rewarding thing for me. Um, just, you know, I put in a lot of hours, you know, anyone who owns their own business knows that, you know, just because it's the weekend doesn't necessarily mean you're not getting back after it. Um, early on Saturday mornings and stuff is normally a time for me when I don't have to worry about like, you know, answering, answering customer service emails or this is coming up or that's coming up. I try and get up early and just enjoy some nice quiet design time and kind of just try and push my limits a little bit and, um, you know, find ways to, to represent the stuff that we see around the state, um, in just more and more progressive ways when it comes to the level of design and, and stuff like that. So.
0: Yeah. What are, what are some challenges you, you face maybe in the initial startup phase at years ago, or, or maybe it's current, like challenges <clears throat> that have just been obstacles to growth in your business.
1: Oh man, there's, I don't know where to start. Um, (laughs) You know, we, we uh, you know, a lot of people say when they're um, thanking people for things like, oh, I wouldn't be here without so-and-so. And and, and when it comes to, you know, my wife, Erica, um, I literally don't think that the company would, uh, definitely wouldn't be where it's at right now. Um, It may not even exist, to be honest, um, just because the challenging thing about apparel is that it's not like, you know, when you're developing an app and stuff, I'm sure, you know, there's a lot of upfront costs and everything, but it's like, you know, you develop the software and you kind of sell it. And um, I'm not going to pretend to know exactly how that works, but with apparel, it can be super challenging because you, like our first big client was Shields. Um, like, I don't know if everyone's familiar with them, but it's this massive store that's based like a mall inside of one big store. And that was the first big account that we got. Um, their first location was in Johnstown, Colorado. And it was right across the highway from uh, where Eric and I used to live in Loveland. And so I basically just bothered them for a couple months until they gave me a meeting. Um, it was nice and convenient for me to go in there and try and track them down and stuff. But it's like you get that big account. It's super exciting. But then you have to figure out, okay, how are we going to keep up with all this inventory? Like you start getting orders from an account like that, and you have to give like net thirty terms and printing shirts. You know, you have to have smalls through double XLs, and you don't know exactly how those size runs are going to sell through. So you might have a hundred shirts left, but you're out of one size. So you have to reorder those, and so just the cash flow honestly has been the most challenging thing for us. But um, another thing that we're Erica and I are super proud of is that we still own. Um, like 95% of the business, we haven't had to give up any substantial equity. Um, And a lot of that is just because of how long um, we stayed at our day jobs and just were willing to kind of put in those hours in the evenings and on weekends um, so that we didn't have to give up equity in order to keep up with our growth. Um, So that's probably the biggest thing is just, um, you know, keeping up with the cash flow and stuff like that and and the other thing is um, I think a lot of people when they think of starting a business they want to have this huge launch and they want it to just take off and start running right away and and we had so many people ask us over the years oh has it taken off yet and <laughs> I've kind of kind of laugh about that it's like I don't think that that's like gonna ever happen I think it's just gonna be a slow steady growth um, It's not like coming up with, you know, selling, um, clothing that is taking advantage of what a cool place Colorado is. It's not like that was exactly a unique idea. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot of competition out there. So it's taking time to, to carve out, you know, our portion of that business. I mean, you're competing against companies that have way more experience that have established relationships with all the buyers for all the shops. Um, they've got way more resources. They can print shirts in way higher volume, which makes costs go down. And so, um, you know, just being willing to put in a lot of those unpaid hours um, is sort of what got us through all that time. and and I'm lucky to have um, Erica who, who not just not only was she like supportive from a sideline standpoint, she, she really jumped in the trenches with me and, when you know we needed to get up early, she was up early with me and um, not to mention the fact that she does graphic design uh, with uh, a lot of experience in uh, web design and marketing. Uh, so that complements my skill set very well. So I do a lot of the product design and she gives me a ton of really great feedback on all of my designs. I don't, our product line wouldn't be as good uh, without her critiquing my stuff and telling me it's not ready. Or maybe adjust these colors or whatever. And then she handles all the the marketing and design stuff. Um, because I'm not smart enough to code or anything like that. So luckily I have her to help me out with that.
0: Yeah. I, there's so many good points you brought up there that I think could resonate with a lot of people, whether it's in business, startup, thinking about starting up a business, like cash flow being like, you know, obviously one of one of the most important things people go into business to make money about how do you Get that upfront investment. and I love I love that your story of how you're able to do that and and keep control. It's not possible with every product out there and you brought up technology launches, some things you need investment. but i I think that's very commendable that you're you've been able to do that and have a partner too. whether it's teamwork collaboration and business. it's like, it is so critical to, to have support, um, wherever you can find it. And then the other thing you brought up too, around steady growth as a, as a marketing professional, I know that too, you know, you're always looking for the next thing, right. The next Mm -hmm. uh, viral sensation. People talk about viral on social all the time and, you you know, things that are going to bring in everything. And it's just not real. It's 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 very rare. And the stories around those types of things aren't sustainable as a business typically either. So I think steady growth should be the goal of people out there. And and the final point you made is people need to check out Shields if they haven't been, because the first (laughs) time I went to Shields was actually post or it was 2021. So it was after I hadn't been to stores in a while because uh, yeah. of that, that that big pandemic thing that happened and I, I don't know if I was overwhelmed about being a crowd again or if the fact that there was a ferris wheel in the middle of a store and two levels and I didn't even know where to go look for stuff but the fact that you landed Colorado cool and shields is is incredible That like, because that store is kind of a, a unique t- attraction in of its own right
1: yeah man yeah it was um it was a huge, huge step for us. I mean, when I, when I first got a meeting with them, um, we were in a conference room with a table that could probably fit like a hundred people. And at that time you put any one of the stores that we were in at that time, you probably could have fit in that conference room easily. So like it was, it was a big jump for us. And, And to be honest, um, Ashley, the woman who I met, who was who was awesome. She was great, super friendly. The response to the line was great, um, but she was using business terminology and stuff, and I did not know what she meant. Like I don't, I didn't have a ton of business experience. I read a bunch of books and stuff as I was starting the company, trying to learn. But she was using certain like fulfillment terms and stuff like that, and I was just pretending like I knew what she was talking about. Like, oh yeah, no, we can we can definitely make that happen, totally. In the back of my mind, I'm like, ah. I got to Google that when I get home and um, so yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking uh, but it went well and they've been a great account of ours for years and and they're really great about uh, prioritizing, trying to bring some locally based companies into their local section Um, because you know, there's a lot of companies out there that sell Colorado shirts and stuff that aren't based in Colorado. Um, And while, you know, they have some of that because some of those, those companies have um, really well-made stuff and all that, um, they've definitely been awesome to work with. And that, like I said, they prioritize the fact that we're actually based in Colorado. Um, and so, yeah, that was, uh, that was a huge step for us. And it was, it was pretty wild going in for the first time and seeing our stuff. We actually got in there like right before the pandemic. So the first time I went in there, um, and saw our stuff in there, there was like 10 people in the store. You know, it's like not many people were out and about at that point. So it was like a really weird first experience kind of seeing it in there. But I just, I, they were open and I was like, I have to go over and see it. I live like five minutes away and I hadn't been uh, to many, I didn't go to many stores really after that either. But I had to pop in there and see our stuff in there. It was, it was pretty surreal.
0: Yeah that's that's incredible. So you know we've talked a lot about Colorado cool but what all apparel do you offer what what are what are you selling for people out there?
1: Um so we sell like a lot of different hats, uh shirts, um just all kind of Colorado themed stuff. Uh we got hoodies, tank tops. Uh we just came out with a kids line. Uh we worked with uh a former colleague of mine at Zephyr who's a really talented artist to develop a kids line where we have like a a cartoon, um, Bigfoot, uh, a bear riding, riding a mountain bike, a moose summiting a 14er. So, um, our kids, our first kids line is off to a good start, which has been super exciting. You can find that in Shields at the kids section, Carl Springs and Johnstown. Um, and then we saw a lot of stickers. So, and honestly, um, Making yeah, stickers to you guys good. has been has been super awesome, actually, in a couple of different ways, in in ways that maybe people wouldn't anticipate. Um, so I'd love to talk about that if, if we if you want to.
0: Oh, John, you know you can talk stickers on this show, <laughs> so I I would love to hear more about stickers and and what you all are up to with your stickers.
1: Yeah, so so first of all, to be honest, like not having a lot of business perspective, you know, you think about selling a sticker, and it's like okay, you know. You sell a sticker for, what, 4 bucks? you know, in that range. Um, and it doesn't sound like you can make a lot of money off of that. But we have consignment booths in uh, uh, the Park Meadows Mall, which is a big mall in uh, South Denver, for those people who don't know it. Um, Southwest Plaza Mall, um, Colorado Mills. And we sell a ton of stickers out of there, particularly, like... When I was a teenager, um, I never had a lot of extra money. But, you know, you go to the mall with friends and stuff, and it's like, eh, it's just cool to get something, you know? And so, you, just, you know, I skateboard a little bit. So, I was like, oh, a Spitfire sticker or something like that. You know, you go into the skate shop, and it's like, well, I can't afford a new deck or anything like that. So, I'll enjoy the artwork and everything, and then I can at least walk out of here with something. I'll, I'll grab a new sticker or something. Um, and so, we sell a lot of stickers, and our margins on them are really good. and um, we're starting to get really big wholesale orders um, for stickers where people are buying a couple hundred at a time. And wow. so it's been profitable from that standpoint. Uh, so at first, I almost, the first stickers I ordered from Sticker Giant, I looked at them purely as marketing. Um, I was like, hey, I'll hand these out to friends. They're not very expensive. You can do some different designs. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was all marketing and we sort of, now what we do is we subtly put Colorado Cool Apparel on all of our stickers so that it doesn't feel like the person is advertising for our company because um, some people are kind of weird about that. you know, They're like, oh, I don't want some giant thing that has like a website URL on it or something. So we generally, our name is not even very noticeable on our stickers until you, but we want it to be like, okay, well, if they're like, oh, well, what company makes this? That's on there. you know. It's like maybe kind of tonal or it's worked into the design or something. So it's awesome for marketing. We give out a free sticker with every one of our online orders. Um, and we don't really advertise that much that we do that, but we have a lot of stickers that correspond with our product designs. So we'll just toss in kind of a free sticker and it's great for marketing. And people would get really excited about a free sticker and it's not that expensive to offer. And then the, the biggest thing though, that I, t- I tell people about who are thinking about getting into apparel, um, where stickers have been extremely beneficial beneficial to us in a way that I wouldn't have anticipated. Is there a super good way to test out how a design might sell without having to invest a ton of money into it? Because if you're going to like – if you have a design, a shirt design, and, you know, you have a lot of colors on there, we print all of our shirts locally in Denver uh, through a company called Superior Inc. who does an amazing job. They're very eco-friendly. Um They've been amazing to work with, but we also invest in high quality shirts. So they're comfortable and all that. So, I mean, you know, you have to print a lot of those for them to be able to hit margins and stuff like that. And you never really know how well something's going to sell until it's on the shelf and it's either selling or it's not. Um, I used to think that, oh no, this is, I think this is sick. It'll definitely sell. And then it's like, well, never mind. That did not quite work (laughs) out, you know? Cause you know, you're selling stuff to other people. And so you just never really know until you know. And so when I have like, there's a certain uh, sticker that we have been coming out with recently where it's like a skull and they are wearing like sn- um, snowboarding goggles. And it's just a little edgier than some of our other designs. It's pretty detailed. Um, there's just a lot going on with it. And I was, that was when I was super excited about, but I've learned my lesson enough times to where it's like, well, This is a lot of colors. It'd be expensive to make these shirts. So let's make a bunch of stickers and see how they sell before we invest in putting them on shirts. And like, we can't keep them on the racks as far as stickers go. We've done ones with beanies and snowboard goggles. We've done ones with like kind of trucker hats and sunglasses for the summer and the summer ones are off to a great start. And so now we're like, okay, now I get to put, I can put this design on a shirt without, you know, uh, losing sleep at night and um just risking you know uh with a a company like ours we've grown a lot but we're still you know we're still in a place where you make a mistake with a thousand shirts um that's a that's tough you know so you know some advice to people out there who are looking into apparel if you're curious about if one of your designs may or may not sell and you have an opportunity to try it out as a sticker that's been uh super beneficial for us i've saved a ton of money And been able to uh, invest in shirts much more confidently after seeing that, that, that it sells uh, as a sticker. So.
0: Yeah, that, that is a fascinating concept. I've been, I've been helping sell and uh, uh, help create stickers for years. And you're the first person I've heard of that's using that as like kind of testing the market for that type of thing. So uh, kudos to you. And I'm excited to hear about those new designs too. That sounds like a lot of fun Um, real quick, John. What is your favorite sticker that is not a Colorado cool design?
1: Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of cool ones out there. There's there's a lot of talented artists and stuff. Um, but so one that I, I probably have to choose is one that I don't actually own. Um, I don't, have you ever seen the movie Slapshot? Like it's an old hockey movie.
0: Yes. It's been quite a while, but yes.
1: Yeah. It's an, it's an old movie. It's an old movie. So I grew up playing hockey. Um, and I started playing right around the time the Avs came to Colorado. So it was a pretty epic time to be playing playing a sport here. They won the Fan- Stanley Cup their first year. And so it was awesome. Um, so, yeah, that was my sport growing up. I actually have a men's league game tonight after the Nuggets game. The late game is at 1020, with, which I normally go and, like, have already been asleep for an hour at that point. So um, – but anyway, sorry. Don't mean to get off topic. Um, <laughs> I was I was at a taco shop in uh at carolina beach i have a lot of family in north carolina and it was this super cool taco shop they're playing all this kind of like ska like pop punk music and um they had all these cool stickers like all over the place and they had one in the bathroom on the mirror of three characters from the movie Slapshot. they're called the hansen brothers they're these really like kind of dorky looking guys with long hair and coke bottle glasses and they just look like they're like there's no way these guys are going to be able to play hockey and then they're just like these ruthless like hit super hard getting all these fights like and also a really good score a bunch of goals and i was uh using the bathroom at this taco shop and they had one um of the handsome brothers but they were skulls and they were wearing their uniforms and had that and they were it was on the mirror and uh it was super cool and it actually inspired me to uh put a little time into designing those skull designs of ours that I mentioned. Um, obviously it wasn't, you know, doing uh, skull stuff. Isn't exactly unique, but, um, these ones were so, so sweet. And, uh, yeah, I actually tried to find one online for a while and I couldn't find one. So if anyone out there knows where I can get one of those, I'd appreciate it. Cause that was, I don't know if I've ever seen a sticker. I got as excited about as that one. So, the PBRs might have con- contributed to that, but uh, either way, it was a stick sticker. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you, you sharing that story, I'm thinking of all the, the taco shops and breweries and random restaurants where sticker collections uh, are all over mirrors and bathroom stalls alike. And it's kind of funny what yeah. you run into. Um, yeah, with stickers no all over. Um, so, real quick, John. You've had some really good success with Colorado Cool. It's amazing to hear your story and where you're at just so far. Um, I want to end on one thing. What advice would you give to people out there that maybe they have an idea for an apparel company, maybe they just have a business idea, but what would you tell uh, entrepreneurs thinking about starting their own thing?
1: Uh, you know, I would, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to start small. Um, everyone wants, you know... I mean, I guess, I guess, like you said, with the tech companies, it's like you hear about these companies that get sold for all this money and, you know, those companies, they probably spent a ton of time working on that and and who knows how many ideas they had before that or whatever. Um, But, you know, you see these companies that have these huge launches and stuff like that. And for people who have money or it's a celebrity brand or something like that, like, Hey, that's awesome. Um, But I think just not being afraid to start small, um, I made so many mistakes in the early days, just not really knowing what I didn't know. Um, but the, the nice thing was, is that all those mistakes happen at such a small scale that they were mistakes I was able to recover from. And I've been grinding on Colorado cool and trying to improve our product line and, and figuring out what sold and what didn't sell and what buyers at small shops, um, their feelings on my brand. Um, in the early stages, we didn't even use the Colorado flag. I wanted it to be so unique that I'm not even going to use this. And I then the buyers were like, yeah, no one's going to buy that. So like, that's, I like, I appreciate what you're trying to do, but like, we're good, you know? Um, so by the time I had like my, my meeting with shields, um, you know, we were three years in and, uh the company had seen some, you know, we'd taken some steps that we were really proud of at that point. But um, you know, it'd been a lot of hours and we hadn't grown, you know, as much as I would have liked at that time. And there were times I was frustrated, but um I was also putting in a lot of hours and making the product line better so that when we started to see some of those real opportunities, um, we kind of hit were able to hit the ground running. Um when we got stuff in Shields, the stuff sold very well. And if we would have gotten that opportunity a few years before that, um, I don't think it would have sold that well. And who knows if they would have given us a reorder or wanted to bring us in that next season. So, um, you know, just, and when you start small, like you can, um, no one's paying that much attention. So you can, you don't have to stress about it that much. Just try and take some small steps every day create deadlines where you, and you hold yourself accountable. I mean, I had some designs that no one was waiting for. And I stayed up until the middle of the night, finishing, finishing them because I kept procrastinating and, and kind of putting off ordering. That was my first round of shirts. And so, you know, set some deadlines for yourself. Don't be afraid to make mistakes and, and be okay with it being small for a little while. Um, and just look at that as sort of a learning experience, you know?
0: That's awesome. Thank you for sharing a lot of a lot of timing and patience involved in most things, but especially in business and, and growing a business. Um, John, final thing, anything people should know about that you'd like to share We're coming up with Colorado Cool Apparel? any Anything fun you want to uh, shout out or let people know is in the pipeline?
1: Um, I mean, all of our, our new spring stuff is on the website right now. Our website is, uh, hollow cool.com. It's a C O L O cool.com. Uh, people ask, uh, why not Colorado cool? There's some old, uh, funky like jazz band somewhere in the mountains that already had that. And they weren't interested in <laughs> giving it up. So it's call And, uh, We got a bunch of, you know, sweet stickers that uh, this awesome company sticker giant manufactures for us. Um, And yeah, we're just doing a bunch of different kind of custom stuff these days. We've gotten to the point where shops are um, ordering more custom stuff from us, which is, which is really cool because they have to invest more in that. And so it says a lot about kind of how they see us as a company and having faith in that our stuff will sell. So I guess while you're out traveling around, whether it's at Shields or, you know, we just did a bunch of stuff for a small shop in Creed, Colorado. Um, for those of you who are going through Creed or other small mountain towns, just keep an eye out for our stuff. Uh, we love working with com- companies like Shields is awesome, but getting to know buyers and family owned small shops and mountain towns is has maybe been the most rewarding thing. Um, and just want to say thanks to all the people out there who make a point of, of supporting locally owned companies. Um, I, I wasn't that aware, you know, being in my 20s and not having much perspective on those types of things. But man, when you have a, a locally owned business and you see how many people uh, in the community, uh, just throughout Colorado and, and everywhere, really, um, how many people kind of go out of their way to support small locally owned businesses it's uh it's it's very cool and it's something that makes you want to give back i mean these days i can't remember the last time i bought beer that was brewed outside colorado um from a smaller brewery and and love kind of looking for small uh colorado companies to support so um yeah kind of a long-winded answer back to you know check out colorcool.com i guess but uh that's just in general kind of the stuff that that we're excited about these days so
0: yeah, thank you for that, John. Unless people out there like jazz, then now they know Colorado Cool is a, is a jazz band too. But yeah, yeah, uh, <laughs> man, I uh,
1: I've never gotten too deep into their catalog, but I'm sure they got some awesome stuff. You know, yeah, sweet well, name, sweet name. <laughs>
0: it it is. Um, well, John, thank you for keeping Colorado Cool with amazing designs and 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 spreading that awareness. And uh, thank you for being a great customer of ours too. Um, And thank you everyone for listening today. That uh, brings us to the end of our stickers on the mic podcast episode. Uh, We hope to uh, see you back here where we continue to tell stories of entrepreneurs, founders and other business owners and uh, ways they're growing their business. So thank you and have a good one.